Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. This is a podcast where a group of vegan parents come together and chat about our experiences, share any resources, recommendations and support to other vegan parents. We are not qualified to give medical advice and health and nutrition advice, although we may have some special guests on sometimes to do this. We are parents offering ideas to other parents from our own experience and knowledge and can hopefully point you in the right direction to companies and websites that can give you that advice. On this week's podcast, we've got Laura, who's been vegan for 10 years and a parent to four and a half year old. Felicity, who's been vegan 12 years and parent to a 10 year old and a 10 week old and step parent to a 12 year old and a nine year old. And me, Christy, I've been vegan for four years and a parent to a five and a half year old. On this episode, we talk about the challenges we face when we're buying gifts at Christmas. We talk about how challenging it is to know if something is fully vegan. We talk about the gifts we're buying this year and we talk about if we have ever bought a non-vegan gift, either intentionally or not. And lastly, we give some tips on how to make gift buying a little bit easier. Just before you start listening to the episode, I wanted to let you know that the recording on this week's is not the best, but I didn't want to re-record it and lose the authenticity of the conversations. So I hope you're able to cope with it and next week, hopefully it will be much better. Let's jump in. Thank you so much for coming on to Conversations with Vegan Parents. So today I wanted to talk about buying Christmas gifts. Has anyone started their Christmas shopping yet and how are you finding it? I've started mine. Uh, I start like in September just to split the cost really. But yeah, it's been cool. I buy most things secondhand, so I like to have time to get things delivered from eBay. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Sorry, I was just going to say I always think of secondhand as charity shops, and I don't picture it as like able to do it online. So that's yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. So you've been that's amazing that you started since September. That's a very (laughs) dedicated hobby. Laura, you said you've started as well. Yeah, I'm the same. I buy all mine throughout the year. I can't deal with the stress of trying to (laughs) sort of. But how do you know what people want? Do you not think their interests change? Yeah, we. I, no, not really. I guess it. Well, it just depends who you're buying for. Like the kids, their interests do seem to change all the time. But like mm-hmm. um, my parents and stuff, it's easier to get a bit earlier, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, and and one of the biggest things for me that that ha- I've had to change the way I do it is limiting the gifts that I give, mm-hmm. and that was quite difficult for me because I there's a this idea that you have to buy everybody a gift and feel guilty if you don't mm, yeah and so it's been a big thing for like six seven years of trying to say to people I don't want gifts from you and I'm sorry you're not gonna, you're not gonna get any from me either so I try and yeah cut it back as much as I can mm, I, I definitely want to do that yeah I do one gift I, I've now started to do family gifts so like I see a big emphasis on Christmas being about togetherness and so I try and bring that ethos into my gift buying so I'll buy a board game that they could do together or like last year I did a a family art challenge so I bought them a massive canvas and some paints and some chalks and stuff so they could create an artwork together and so I so I then find I have fewer gifts to buy and um, then I can put more effort into that gift but I feel like what was it it was a four five six 
So maybe like 10 gifts. So I feel like if I did it in September, I'd be over and done with. I wouldn't know what to do with my time. Um, yeah, so I don't tend to start till December. So. I love, um, I love that idea so much to buy something for the family that's so good it's so hard though yeah, one of the things I got was a slack line did you have you ever oh yeah I have a slack line yeah yeah so that was a really good uh, mm-hmm. like you, we did the same thing family gifts and that that one went down really well mm. oh yeah one year I bought like a den making kit that was awesome yeah and um, so they can make dens but I do find it's ch- challenging sometimes because that gift doesn't suit everyone in the family all the time so you kind of like you've got the ethos of doing this art challenge but one of them might really enjoy it or the den building or and one of them might not and I find that. Yeah, but the good thing is that they would have got 100 other presents if they didn't love that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I started to come to terms with that. It's like accepting that they might not like this gift and that's okay. It's, um, exactly. Yeah. I think it's like I keep coming back to it, sharing my ethos, the values that I have, instead of buying something that they might want, but it's not my values that I want to keep sharing in, uh, with them my values, really. I think it's really hard to find that line isn't it I mean my daughter's been I've tried to bring her up she's four and a half to be very in a very kind of gender neutral environment you know wooden toys quite Steiner inspired um but she just loves uh makeup (laughs) (laughs) you know that's all she wants mommy can I please have makeup and you know like lots of pinks and purples and face painting and um but yeah trying to find the balance between okay what is what is this that I believe in and what I want for you versus what you all actually just love because there's also no point buying things for them that are very ethical ethically sourced and you know brilliant but they don't look at and I've done that a lot of times Mm -hmm. in the past as well yeah 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 we've started to um well the last three years we've um cut down the amount we buy for the children as well so we do something I want something I need something to wear something Mm. to read so they get Mm. four presents from us and Father Christmas does still come and do a stocking but other than that um Father Christmas might bring a family present to us like a board game but um yeah they just get their four things and then as as one of them is something I need that's something we would have bought anyway yeah and probably there's something to wear as well yeah. yeah, it's a fantastic idea, those four things, isn't it? It works for us. So has anybody ended up buying a gift that they thought was vegan and then found out later on that it wasn't? I think at, like something that popped up um, when everyone was messaging about our podcast um, that I hadn't even considered was wax on wooden toys so I'm sure that actually yeah, yeah I have um, and I hadn't even thought about it or even that made me sent me on a spiral of thinking oh my gosh what about paint what about dye I hadn't I, it's something yeah. I hadn't even considered so probably yes <laughs> yeah it, it's it's such a hard line to draw and a challenge so this what I bought last year the um, family art challenge and the canvas and the paints I had found so there's a a shop called the conscious craft.co.uk so that's when I discovered that paint is not vegan and general paint that children paint with so now I have a challenge of buying like poster paints for for Lana to play with and and things but I, I I knew I was aware of this and I bought the watercolors that were vegan. The um, the 
acrylic paints that are vegan, but then there was some like paint pens or something like that. And I just couldn't find the information. It didn't say that it wasn't vegan. It wasn't obvious, but it didn't say it was vegan either. So it's like, I actually don't know, but I did still buy them because I was like, this is like, if you can't find the information, yeah, then I think yeah. like I've done the best as I can. I, I spent a bit of time searching, but then you're limited for time, particularly at Christmas when you're buying so many gifts. And I guess that's why you start in September. But yeah. you've got a lot of gifts to buy. So then yeah. it's like trying to think about it. Um, one, one of my biggest mistakes was um, I worked in a nursery a long a lifetime ago and used to love the book. We're going on a bear hunt and mm. act it out with the kids and they'd, mm. you know, trench through it all and pretend it. And I loved it, loved it. So when my daughter was little, she was, wasn't speaking, I bought this for her, just didn't think. And then I read it to her. And I only got about halfway through and I was like, no, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't repeat. I don't know. Do you both know the book? Yeah. 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 I've never, so I've never thought of it being anti-vegan really. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to catch a big one. And I, yeah. I'm reading it thinking, oh my gosh, of course I can't. So it went straight to the charity shop, but that was just a thoughtless, you know, mindless one. Sometimes though, these books are, are good conversation starters. So instead of trying to avoid the topic altogether you can talk and go that's not very because particularly in that book because he comes chasing them but he's not he's following them and he's sad he walks off he looks a bit lonely at the end because they've shut the door on him and so I find that's quite a good conversation point that you know he wanted to be their friend he he didn't want to hurt them and um maybe that they could have yeah, been his friend I, instead of getting trying to catch yeah. him mm. I think my daughter was only one so she yeah that would have no. been and it was yeah. a way to hunt that I didn't yes. know. Yeah. Well, I tried to change it to we're going up, we're trying to, uh, you know, find a big one or something. But I just, <laughs> I just really wanted to avoid the word hunt. Yeah, it, it does sound quite um, menacing, doesn't it? Like it, the evil intonation behind it. Um, so ha- would you buy a non-vegan gift for anyone? I personally wouldn't, um, or at least not to my knowledge. My mm. other half does, which can cause some conflict because <laughs> he's vegan too but um I guess it's that does he say why he would he what well, so he works in a chocolate shop so a, mm, a lot of it is hard, he's yeah. surrounded by this all the time and it's um it's financial he's get, he gets a discount so you know um yeah. Yeah. no I, I would it makes me uncomfortable and I don't like the thought that our money goes on something that is not vegan mm. But I can't. For me, I was was thinking about, because, you know, we've discussed this briefly. um, And I I was thinking about when I became a vegan parent or became a parent and I've been vegan for longer than I've been a parent. um, And I I had so I was so privileged at the time, not not necessarily financially, but I was a stay at home mum and I lived in this great little vegan town. And my other half was vegan and uh, our family were vegan. We had a great support system and. My daughter went to a vegan childminders and it was all easy, easy. And I had loads of time and energy to really look mm. into things. Mm-hmm. And being vegan was such a huge part of our identity as a family yeah. that I was much more strict about it. And then when um, my daughter was one, I became everything changed and I became a single parent and I had to move hundreds of miles. I had no support system around me, mm. working full time, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I guess just, you know, for a few years, making sure that everything was 100% vegan just wasn't a, as a bigger priority as, as just keeping my head above water. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and so things that I did do were things like just pop into the local Tesco's, grab a bottle of wine, take it around someone's for dinner or give it to the teachers at school or something like that. I've never bought anything that's leather or, you know, particularly vegan. Mm. But if it doesn't... So less uh, obvious stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, less obvious things, and and, but, and it does require time and attention to really check everything. And I think you know I can look back on those choices and and feel guilty about them, or we can just be compassionate. And I think yeah. it's yeah. really important we don't put this idea of veganism or indeed parenting on a pedestal that's completely unattainable for people. Yeah, I agree. And um, we all have to just do our best within the financial means time energy that we have available to us yeah and, and, so and your best can change daily can't it yeah that's and true. that's what I'm saying it's really interesting that over time mine has flowed very much I've been vegan for a decade and vegetarian since I was seven so my kind of boundaries have ebbed and flowed throughout my life and probably will continue to yeah that's so good and I think it's so important to recognize that and to give grace that it is a, a privilege like um I would love to be able to buy all eco completely perfect for the planet things but our budget doesn't allow for that which is why I buy second hand is mm-hmm. sort of the best um I can do in that situation but yeah we yeah giving people grace but- important isn't it I, I think yeah like to add to that about the the privileged nature of it I think it also your um the, the driving force to bring you to veganism might have an impact on that so that eco products could be more expensive but not necessarily vegan products are more expensive although they can be mm-hmm. but the way even though I am more privileged what I do is I buy less so that I can buy that vegan product. And I think sometimes, depending on whether you've come to veganism for an environmental reason, for a health reason, or for the ethics, might influence your priorities there. So if it's environmental, you're going to maybe buy secondhand things more often, knowing it's not impacting on the environment. Or um, like different, so if you've got like lots of levels that you're trying to meet lots of different criteria mm. and it's becoming overwhelming certain ones are going to drop back yeah. and it's and depending on your reason for being vegan it'll be the different things it'll be whether it's the eco-friendly um product or whether it's like the plastic product but it's still vegan mm. or whether it's the unhealthy chocolates or the homemade vegan healthy chocolate bar mm. so i think depending yeah, on that really driver depends yeah. what what element's gonna um kind of give way when you become overwhelmed yeah that's so important that's it's interesting because I think a lot of vegans sorry Felicity. no go go ahead as I say I think a lot of vegans go vegan for a particular reason and there is mm. a difference between veganism for the animals and, and being plant-based but um a lot of people go vegan for one reason, whether it is health or environmental. And then I find a lot of people, I don't know if you find the same, it ties all together. So at some point down the line, you realise, actually, I feel better. I am helping the environment, which makes me feel good. And I'm helping the animals. So, you know, a lot of people want to find a solution that fits everything. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I think they definitely all tie together. I just think the driving one is going to be the one that stays the predominant focus if you're going to... Have oh, to no, absolutely. And like yeah. I said, there's loads of you know junk food that people can eat and cheap mm. things. Yeah. You, know, you can buy that is vegan, but it wouldn't necessarily be eco. 
Mm, yeah. And I think it's really important as well that to not think that you've met one standard one day and you've got to keep up with that, that you're the amount you can manage how overwhelming it is is going to change on a daily basis so one day or one week you'll be able to do this loads of research and try and find this product you want like paints i found tesco's paints are vegan which is great so i can go and buy poster paints for tesco's but then they're in plastic bottles they're not environmentally friendly so i've been um looking up on the conscious craft facebook um website and i found some um earth paints but they're like kind of muted colors because they're just made with the pigments from the earth and i'm like i'm stuck in this cycle now of going do i just go and get the tesco's paints which is more convenient and more um what she's familiar with or do i try and be one better and get the conscious craft powdered earth paints and then it's like one week I'll be able to do that extra research and I'll do that Mm -hmm. another week it'll be like I'm just in Tesco's I've just got to grab these paints um so I think we've got to be kind to ourselves and that sometimes we will be able to do that extra research but sometimes we can't yeah Yeah. and um, we just got to do the best we can and I think someone shared previously on the messages about the vegan quote I don't know if anyone knows it well enough to share it now um Doing it as far as, uh, as far as possible yeah so as far as possible and it's like not a topic for today but like medication is normally mm-hmm. um got an animal product in it and i think we've got to be conscious that the society we're in is not it's, it's getting better yeah. but it's not set up to provide a vegan product for everything and we've got to do what we can yeah and no, i mean there's almost nothing that is exploitation free yeah. somewhere down the line and I think when you're newly vegan that becomes really overwhelming because you think wow what what can I buy what can I do because the more you research the more you discover more and more things like a lot of people don't even know wine that's not vegan now it's being labeled it's becoming more obvious but and then like paints and things like this and then like coloring or wax on things and it's just like whoa toothpaste it's just like crazy the amount of things that are not vegan like mm-hmm easily available um so it leaves me on to the next question here is how can we make it easier have we got any tips that we can share with the listeners to make buying vegan gifts this christmas a little bit easier i definitely think um joining the facebook groups because then it's like a hive mind isn't it like everyone has done a tiny bit of research and then all together that's a massive bit of research and it just alerts you to things that you might not even have thought about I'm sure that we've all had a product that we've always eaten or hadn't even thought about and then one day you realize it's not vegan and you're like oh no <laughs> um but yeah, yeah for finding Christmas gifts or ideas or just um increasing your knowledge I think being in groups is so helpful Mm-hmm. I think a bit a big thing I, I keep saying this but a big thing to make life easier is buy less yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you know ask for less give less and, and... Buy, buy intentionally as well so like mm-hmm. like yeah. not just buying for the sake of buying for Christmas go like okay what does that person want or you know what would I normally get for them mm-hmm. and then look for the vegan alternative rather than trying to ex- find out what is vegan everywhere for every product what paints are vegan what you know if you're not going to buy paints don't look at what paints are vegan you know if you're not going to buy um shampoos or um, bath products 
bubble bath don't look for the vegan product only look and research in what you're actually going to buy yeah which is why i find it easier to do it throughout the year because i just pick bits yeah as, as I see. <laughs> yeah i might i might um, start doing that now although so this year i was trying to think i was going to do the board game idea again um but then my mum's getting quite a lot of board games. And I thought, oh, do they want loads of board games? Probably not, although it's a really good thing to do. So then I thought, oh, an experience. And then because of lockdown, they haven't really come to see us much, um, very much. And we've just moved house, so it'd be great if they came to see us. And I live in Cambridge, or just outside Cambridge. And so I thought, I'm going to get them vouchers for punting. So then they have to come and see us and stay so they can use the vouchers as a family. And I thought, oh, it'd be awesome as a family for them to try and you know navigate a punt and go around on the um on the river so Perfect. yeah that's so nice but then i was like oh, are the boats you know waxed with beeswax you know is that you can keep going on about like how how vegan is that product yeah There's the- i think activity ideas are always a good idea so nice such a yeah i love that idea i'm that's really inspired me i'm thinking i might invite friends for like a hotel experience shay ours yeah and particularly with the year we've had it's like I think getting away and being able to do stuff has been a challenge and so I think they'd be really appreciative of an activity to do it might have to wait a bit longer but it may be okay um one of the things I do to make it easier shopping is to shop online because then you can see more clearly what the product's ingredients are or what it's made from and then if you're not sure, you can Google it. Whereas if you're in a shop actually trying to buy something, you don't know what goes into that product or you can't do easily Google search or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I do find shopping online has helped me. You can then also shop in less obvious shops because on the high street, they're not going to have vegan stuff. But you've got a lot of online vegan shops that do sell those products. Mm-hmm. Um, and also they categorize them as well. Some of the websites make categories that are highlighted as vegan and then if and you're not sure you can google COVID, covid safe <laughs> covid safe yes yeah. <laughs> yeah especially at the moment like so, it, it's not the time of of our existence is it where it's easy for us to be in shops checking all the labels when you've yeah. got your face mask and you want to keep your distance from people it's not as practical to be checking if something's easily marked or going through all the ingredients is it? so i love that idea of yeah using the categories online does anybody have any websites that they could share that they think might be useful yeah i was i i am i was stalking um the vegan kind supermarket this weekend because i was looking at cashew cheeses oh my christmas present to myself this year um i've ordered my daughter she's getting a massive great big unicorn cake for christmas from a woman um what's she called the iced vegan um she's kind of in the northeast i think but she's got a facebook page which is great um the, there's a new uh, vegan book out called VV the Super Vegan. Don't know if either of you have heard of that. Yeah, uh, yeah that's been out. It's, it's um, VV and the Peacemaker is the new one or something like that, right, isn't it? Yeah. So VV the Super Vegan's her first book. We have that. We love it. Um, yes. So that new book would be awesome for people to buy for their children, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and also I saw a first vegan cookbook. I try and get... Um, things that are activities for the day so the first mm. and cookbook is one and then another one is I got a sewing kit which has mm. acrylic wool um 
so so she can learn to sew things um yeah it's actually more like knitting isn't it because it's big so i try and do activity type things like that yeah it's also good gives you something to do on the day as well because sometimes it can be quite a long day when you've got no other activities or anything to do yeah and I think you know I've been vegan 10 years and it's it's amazing the difference between even three years ago how much easier things are now yeah definitely yes I think you've also got that element of buying things that are not necessarily vegan but are not non-vegan so I was just thinking then when you said activities for the day I often buy a lego a lego set to build on the day and I haven't done my research but I'm presuming it is vegan it's just plastic in a shape uh, in a plastic bag not so environmentally friendly with the amount of plastic but it's long lasting and it's pretty sturdy but things like that so you can really go completely away from don't try and get chocolates that you've got to get a vegan version of, or don't try and get a leather handbag that you've got to get a vegan version of. Just get something that's completely not vegan. Um, not not vegan, but, you know, it's not, not, yeah. I yeah, don't there's know things how to, that are trying to be vegan and there's things that are accidentally vegan, aren't they? Yeah, like like the Lego, it's not, um, well, hopefully, hopefully um, and like, yeah, notebook and pencil, children love drawing and things like yeah. that. Um, yeah, oh and someone someone did post so I did a little Facebook stalking on some other sites to see what um because again like you said Facebook's really helpful that Eden perfumes do the vegan version of all the popular perfumes and so if you if your partner likes a certain perfume you don't have to get the um animal crawl version of it but you can Eden will do the um, vegan version of it which I thought was really helpful yeah and they're only about 15 pounds each and they are fantastic I've always there's things that I always get so I tend to go to vegan fairs they've obviously not been on this year but I would and Eden perfume is a great example of just being able to get three and that's three Christmas presents done so I I duplicate you know people always get the same thing um that year but so I often go to a vegan festival and pick up loads of Christmas presents then Mm. Or, or birthday presents then and etsy's quite a good site as well isn't it like for um more homemade handmade products smaller businesses tend to sell on there as well that mm. um and often you can filter out to vegan but again like so to be mindful of ethical products are sometimes wool based because in in their mind is more environmentally friendly or you know it's using the the um, natural resources rather than the polyesters or anything like that and so you can't um always presume some ethical companies are going to have all vegan products but they do tend to put filters in on those products because they know their market the people that are going to come and use their websites yeah absolutely there's um bambi pure is another great one that's um ethical rather than vegan but it's got lots of really good stuff on yeah they're they're really good we like them for clothes i often buy a lot of my clothes from there and frugi and then pigeon organics and things like that that if you're doing the um something to wear that's quite a good place to go um is there anything else we is wanted to share before? as well the, the, the uh, yeah offers some good things what i might do is on the show notes or on the facebook group write a list of lots of different websites because I think there's so many and then we can keep adding to them um 
when we come up with one so that anybody listening if you go across to the facebook group of conversations with vegan parents podcast in then you when we publish this um episode we'll put a list of different websites to help you guys out and share your comments or anything else that you think um would be helpful to add to this conversation and what does everyone do when they get a non-vegan gift yeah that's a good question i i'm gonna try and bring this into another podcast when we've got um when we talk about challenging situations but briefly what i did write on this is that before i was vegan i used to get gifts i didn't like you know not not necessarily like say i kind of treat it in the same way but if i get a gift that's not vegan and which means i don't like it um, I treat it the same way as if I got a gift that I didn't like when I wasn't vegan and that I would accept it and say thank you very much and then keep it for a bit and then donate it or pass it on to someone else because I think like if it depends if that person your relationship with that person and then also I think it depends on whether you think they've intentionally bought it or whether it was a mistake yeah absolutely yeah it's all about intention, isn't it? There are some people who make such a big effort. Um, this weekend, we just spent Halloween with my mum, who, you know, went above and beyond to, to make sure everything was vegan and, and you know, so excited. And she got the, um, one of the sweets she got was the Caterpillar range from Marks and Spencers. I don't know if you know, mm. which is vegetarian, gelatine free, but has beeswax. Yeah, so hard, <laughs> isn't it? And I was like, oh, you did so well, mum. <laughs> it's so hot it's like you feel like you're crushing their soul when you say that's amazing but these are not vegan yeah to be honest she had opened she had opened them um and i just mentioned for next time that they're not vegan yeah i think sometimes as well i think like depending on what the product is in it determines whether i will eat it or allow my child to have it Mm. like for some reason different products although as harmful as each other have different elements because I think like if it was dairy in it I'd say no we're not going to eat that because I feel dairy has such detrimental effect to your health whereas honey or beeswax I think is like more for me an ethical thing but less of a health issue and so I think okay consuming it isn't going to harm my body although it doesn't suit my karma and my soul but whereas I think dairy would have more of an impact and so with the health side of it I probably wouldn't eat something that had dairy in it yeah yeah I think that's a really that's a really interesting point it's a really good point I I feel that I feel the same as well um and and it's and it's also about yeah intention for me if somebody had been willful or hidden it from me or um not made an effort or not respected my views I would be far more hard-lined about it because we would need to be having a conversation about respecting how we live our lives mm. whereas if they have tried so hard and they just miss one tiny little thing mm. then you know they might have accidentally eaten something that had beeswax in it anyway without actually knowing because sometimes they put it as an e-number and so i think it's like there's such a fine line like you can do the best you can intentionally as far as possible but no matter what you're probably going to slip up somewhere and you're probably going to have something non-vegan somewhere and so i think being compassionate that as long as you've tried your best to try and eliminate it as much as possible absolutely absolutely and and encouraging the people around you to try their best as well 
is also because if you if you're constantly criticizing everything and you know you can go as far as lemons that have wax on you know have shellac on yes you know it, it's uh, it goes you can go so far and you but you don't want not every supermarket no not every supermarket labels them as no. wax free or not and but if you yeah. if the people around you if they feel like it's just really impossible for you to be vegan one it's not a good advocacy for veganism generally because you're making it into something that's really difficult and impossible but two it also disencourages them from attempting to to try and make it vegan yeah celebrating all the steps along the way (laughs) until the world becomes vegan (laughs) thank you for listening to today's episode i hope you found it helpful in some way come join us on facebook at conversations with vegan parents podcast where we can continue this conversation and i will share the links to the websites that we've mentioned to you and add more to the list If you have any topic ideas you'd like us to cover in the future recordings, or if you'd like to join us on the recordings and talk about a topic, please do get in touch. You can message on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Raising Myself, or email me at conversationswithveganparents at gmail.com. Also, if you have any questions, or you've put into place anything we've shared on here, you can use the hashtag conversations with vegan parents.